you are on the journey of business. An entrepreneur and innovator who spent a lifetime of advising from behind the scenes, building businesses through word of mouth and referrals. Now Mike Wolf is ready to share these strategies and business outlook with you. You're here. You're ready for the journey of business with Mike Wolf. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the journey of business. I am Mike Wolf. I'm officially back in the building. I've been gone for a few months dealing with some uh, health issues, trying to get some things under control, trying to just kind of really rebalance myself. I don't feel like I can really give healthy advice and good business sense to people if I'm struggling in my own sense. So had to take care of some things on that end, back in the building, really happy to be back. Grateful for everybody who's reached out the last few months to check on me, make sure I was good. I was having tremendous success with the podcast before I took a small break. So uh, it was uh, nice to, you know, take a deep breath and be back. So I'm excited to be back, going to be doing a few solo episodes for a few weeks as I re-ramp up my guest schedule. I'm so grateful for the guests that I had in the first few months. They added tremendous amounts of value to me and to the listeners, and I had so much incredible feedback. Just was really grateful for it. It was an important lesson for me to learn scheduling and just trying to handle all of those things when you're starting a podcast and really trying to do a lot of incredible things. So it was cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to be back, trying to get away from the sirens at the intro and all to the level of crazy. Really just want to put out some good value-driven content. I'm excited about what's happening in my life, what's happening in the economy, actually, business-wise. You know, So I have a few questions that you know I want to cover today that I had a few uh, listeners and, and people reach out to me and that asked me quite a bit of questions. And so I wanted to cover like two or three of them today and you know, maybe just do a smaller episode, maybe 15, 20 minutes, something that will add value to you if you're thinking about doing something in that space. And like I said, you know, I'll get back to guests when I can and uh, hopefully, you know, just get somebody out there that's going to add some more value to you guys because that's at the end of the day what it's all about. So yeah, man. So let me jump into a few questions. First question I got was, I am thinking about starting an e-commerce or drop shipping business. Can you give me the pros and cons of starting one in today's economy? Everybody knows I love e-commerce. I built a huge platform on e-commerce that was doing tremendous amounts of millions of dollars of success on Amazon and eBay early on in the game, but still even within the last, you know, six to 10 years. So a uh, lot's changed since then, but at the same time, like there's just like a checklist of things that I want to run down because this is an incredible business to be a part of. If you can be a part of it, it takes a lot of work, a lot of energy, a lot of effort. So like first things, I think you have to source good product, good quality product at a good price point. I think that is super important. It is literally the playing ground that you need to be on to build a great foundation for any e-commerce or dropshipping business. So building partnerships, strategic partnerships with your supplier, whether that is offshore, whether that is a local supplier, whether that is a co-packer, whatever that looks like, you know, you need to be able to do that and, you know, build that relationship because it does take time. But if you can get in with the right people and at the right price point that you can make a little bit of money on every single product that you turn and you catch fire, it really is a tremendous 
deal to be a part of. So I would say sourcing, partnerships, pricing is the first kind of three. And then you need to decide what kind of platforms you want to ride with. Is it Amazon? Is it eBay? Is it a Pinterest? Is it an Etsy? It depends on kind of what you're selling. You know, if you're going to sell Dawn dish soap, like a thousand other sellers are, if you're buying at the right price, you know, and and tens of thousands of these are selling a day, Yeah, I mean, you could jump in on that game and, you know, maybe make a little bit of money here and there, but you really want to find items that are not oversaturated, that will actually add value to the consumer and that you're never going to run out of. You know, I think if it's something that's an A item, it's great, but just understand that you're riding the backs of everybody else's ads and their sponsored ads that they get click-throughs for. So it's a miss a little bit for you, but if you can figure out a way to buy right have product, good quality product, and figure out a way to beat the algorithm, you can really have some success there. So I would say picking that, you know, with Amazon, you can do FBA, which is, you know, fulfillment by Amazon, which you essentially send this stuff to Amazon, they take care of all of the shipping. That is really what a lot of successful dropshippers do, building that relationship. But I will tell you, I will caution you, with Amazon, you can kind of catch fire. And then when Amazon realizes kind of what's happening, they will take over that listing and they will source their own product. They will do their own thing. They will steal that listing and then block you out of the equation. It happens. It's happened to the best of us. And what, I mean, when there's money to be made, trust me, they're going to figure out a way to take that market share. So keep that in mind. What I also would say is if once you start developing, say, 10, 20 items that you're really successful with, utilizing something like a ShipStation. ShipStation is basically a platform and a program that will combine all of your orders and it will give you the best options as far as shipping goes. So if it's UPS, USPS, FedEx, DHL, whatever it is and where you are shipping to, it will give you the lowest price point and you will set up these commercial accounts with those ship carriers. So you want to have that option. It's very important. It's really cool. Great program, not expensive. So when you kind of start building that, you know, relationship with your consumers, with your, you know, direct to consumer business, it will start taking off for you. So that's a really great platform to do that in. Then I would say building a social media platform is important. Website to direct traffic, a landing page, click funnels, all of the things that you want to do that are going to drive things to your page. I do that right now with TradeLink. We have a lot of success with that, whether it is a security company or a water restoration company or even an RV park. We can drive traffic to wherever you want to drive traffic to. So I I think the important part for you to understand when you're hearing this is like social is great. It's a lot of work. It's hard. And trying to crack the code is not easy. So keep that in mind when you're building it, because all of this is just the first steps to go where you're trying to be at. So, you know, I would say ads are the next thing, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, depending upon what you're doing, Pinterest, Google ads, all of those things are very easy once you get to this point. So what I would wrap up with that is to say the logistics behind everything are literally everything. So making sure you have every single thing in place, every single thing that you need before you launch. So, you know, you don't want to, you know, Overpromise and underdeliver. I've said that a thousand times on this show. I will continue to say that on this show. So what I will say is, you know, the best way to add value is to add value, not talk about adding value. So what I would say in regards to the drop shipping piece, which is a little bit separate from this, because that's you basically handling every single thing that you're doing. I would say the cost of goods is very important. So think about boxes, 
packing paper, things along those lines, tape, things that people don't really think about. It's really important for you to know your landed cost of goods out the door. Building those partnerships with the shipping carriers, the USPSs, you can get commercial accounts and save tremendous amounts of shipping. If you're doing a priority mail, they will provide the boxing. If you do labels, they will provide the labels. They will provide the label maker. They will provide all of those things for you. So just keep that in mind when you're like, man, I really am trying to build something. This is an incredible opportunity for you to save money. So when you're doing that, build that with, you know, if you're being bulk shipping, say like over the road, like tractor trailer status, build a relationship with FedEx Freight, build a relationship with UPS Freight, DHL, places like that, you know, that can get your product across the country in a quick amount of time, safely insured, good ways to do business. You know, the logistics, like I mentioned before, very important. Make sure that you have everything in place before you launch, because I will tell you, you want to test that theory, test it, test it, test it. It is crazy important to test it. The last thing I will say on the drop shipping is if you are shipping the product yourself, you need to tell people if you are going to guarantee the shipping in a certain amount of time. Are you shipping within 24 to 48 hours? Well, maybe you're shipping ahead of time. Maybe you're pre-selling. Hey, I'll have this stuff in four weeks, but here's your price for you know for ordering today. I would say that that's the most important thing to make sure that you can guarantee when you're going to ship and actually be able to ship. Supply chain issues happen every day. Make sure you are ahead of that curve. So I would say I love it. If you can get away with doing it, drop shipping in e-commerce is an incredible platform. If you have the time, if you have a little bit of money, I think you can do it and do it well. So, hey, I hope I hope it works out for you. If you have any questions, you can always hit me up at mikeatthejourneyofbusiness.com or on social at The Real Mike Wolf. Let's go to the next question. My business is finally starting to take off and I'm outgrowing what I can do on my own. I need to hire someone to help me. Where do I look? Any ideas? Kind of a broad-based question. So what I would say, if you're in a position to hire somebody, I would start with friends and family, people that can help you on the cheap. If you are financially sound to be able to hire multiple people, I would recommend if it's an online or e-commerce kind of setup or a customer service thing, I would almost go virtual assistant at this point because you can get them at such a low price point that do good quality work. So there is a tremendous amount of people out there that can walk you through going through virtual assistant setups. So, and if you're looking to do employees, you can go through Indeed for a really cheap price point. That's probably your best bet at this point. And then maybe even social reaching out, LinkedIn reaching out and just seeing, you know, does somebody have someone that would be a good fit for where you are and where you're trying to go and what you're trying to pay? You know, so, you know, what I would say is don't hire cheap if you're trying to hire somebody to build a network with. And what I would say is if you're looking to do something that anybody can do, I would go virtual assistant probably at this point, depending upon where you are, where you're going and where you want to go. So I think, you know, all three of those things have to be factored in. But virtual assistants are literally taking over the world right now. AI is taking over so much of so many things that can be easily, easily accomplished and save you time. So, you know, I know the hardest part about this part of life is delegating that time in your life when you're afraid to let go of the reins a little bit. I made massive missteps in my own career that I wish I could take back by not delegating, by not trusting other people. Because, you know, if you only give them so much to do, that's on you. You know, so if you're trying to have good peace of mind and good health and good, you know, networking skills, and you want to be able to work on the business and not work in the business, I think the easiest way to do that is to hire out. 
So hopefully you can do that. Hopefully that makes sense for you to do. Let's hit this last question. I'm thinking about starting a side hustle, but my spouse isn't a risk taker. How do I work through this? Listen, this is personal to me. I was a risk taker before I met my wife. So what I would say is be on the same page about the risk and the non-risk. So if it's a financial risk, be comfortable together. If you're sharing money together, if you're doing things like that, I would say be on the same page. It saves you a lot of heartache and a lot of trouble and a lot of time. What I would say is in my own situation, I'm a risk taker. My wife is not a risk taker. Thankfully for me, I was taking risks long before I met her professionally. And so what I would say is, you know, if you can figure out the easiest way to not risk it all up front, don't risk it all to the point where if you lose, you're out of the game. I would say take short risks. And if you lose, you lose. That's part of the game. We all understand it. But I also would caution you to say, make sure your spouse is comfortable with where you are. Make sure it doesn't put you in financial risk or jeopardy of not being able to do the things that are important to your personal situation, to your family, you know, to, to your obligations in your own house. And what I would say is have a good plan, have a good exit plan. If it's not working, be self-aware enough to go, okay, I'm taking this risk. It's not working. It's losing. It's losing. It's losing. I don't want to do any more losing. And also, you know, if you have that conversation up front, I think it makes it so much easier for you to have a runway of winning and losing. Because let's be honest, in business, it's up and down. It's a roller coaster. It's sometimes seasonal. It's sometimes algorithms. It's sometimes, it's always sometimes something. So what I would say is, you know, just make sure that you're comfortable in your own space with your spouse. Have fun with it try and incorporate something that she can appreciate, that she will love, that she will be a part of, you know, because like doing something together, winning together always beats winning on your own. And that's whether you have a team, whether you're part of just a family business, which is what I grew up in. You want to win together, but you also, you know, want, you want to build this self-esteem. You want to build this commercial self-esteem, if that makes sense, you know, of, of going, Hey, I want to win and I'm winning. But just remember, you know, take you're going to win a hundred times and you may lose a thousand to get to a hundred and you may lose a million times to get the one that you're trying to get. So it's a patience play. It's a long game. Look at everything that you do as a long game. So make sure your spouse understands that. I love the questions. I'm grateful that you guys uh, have reached out, checked on me, make sure that I am doing all right, which I am back in the game, ready to be back, super excited. So I will be doing, you know, multiple episodes a week, hopefully coming up and I'm excited and, you know, I'm grateful that I have this platform and that you guys have ridden with me this far and I'm hoping to be able to add tremendous amounts of value. So send your questions. Like I said, if you have more questions, thoughts, anything that you can do, you can send it to me on social at The Real Mike Wolf, or you can send them over to Mike at thejourneyofbusiness.com and I will respond back. And some of them I'll just throw on the air. I think it's a great opportunity to let people know what you're going through and see if there's something that I could add value or at least direct you in the place of adding value. So, so grateful, short episode, but you know, I'm glad to be back. I'm so thankful. Like I said, I'm going to keep saying it because I promise you when I've been down for the last handful of months, I'm just grateful to be back. So if you're interested in being on the show, talking about business, talking about life, talking about whatever, I'm down. Let's do it. So hit me up anytime. I appreciate all you guys. And thank you so much for listening to The Journey of Business. 
to continue your journey of business. Subscribe to the show wherever you find podcasts or at YouTube. And for more information on consulting inquiries, go to www.tradelinksales.com. Thank <laughs> you.